for our peace bucket, we're talking with uh, Karen Carmel, who is Jewish Voice for Peace. Uh, obviously, a lot of events are taking place not only here in the Capital District, but throughout the country and worldwide, uh, continuing to try to um, stop the very bad situation uh, in, in Gaza. So we asked Karen to give us sort of an update on what are some of the key things that are taking place here in the uh, Capital District at the moment. Yes, thanks, Mark, so much for having me. Um, and, you know, as we speak today, we're over 140 days into a genocide, a U.S. and Israeli-led genocide against the Palestinian population in Gaza. Um, we're seeing the death toll surge above 30,000 people, and of those, more than 14,000 are children. Um, I read a statistic the other day that approximately 17,000 children are now orphaned. Um, we know that about 10 children a day are having one or more limbs amputated, and many of these are taking place without anesthesia because anesthesia and um, med medications have been very hard to get into Gaza. Um, and of course, food, we're seeing now uh, starvation, famine, particularly in North Gaza. It's very, uh, it's very disturbing and very bleak. You know, all, all the polls show widespread support, even among the Jewish community in the United States for, for ceasefire. Um, many countries have passed, um, you know, resolutions uh, calling for a halt. How do we actually get the United States and Israel to, to stop this situation? I wish I knew the answer to that question, Mark. Um, we saw a UN Security Council vote yet again recently, and the U.S. Uh, rejected it, vetoed the resolution, and we saw an abstention from the U.K. It, it, the U.S. really stands alone on the world stage in supporting this horrific genocide. Um, we see consensus across the globe from other countries. We just learned that Ireland has passed um, sanctions against Israel and other countries are being more critical than they've ever been before. But the U.S. is the main obstacle to stopping this horrendous bloodshed at the moment. Um, and so what we're trying to do is just put pressure on any and all pressure points. So whether that's political and contacting our officials, disrupting them whenever we can, making sure to raise this issue in every platform with our elected officials. Um, JVP just had a statewide letter writing campaign to Senator Schumer and Jill Senator Schumer and Gillibrand, where um, all letters were dropped in the mail on Monday, the 26th, uh, listing lots of names and including photos of people who have been killed in Gaza. So we're hoping that those land on their desks and they have something in front of them that they cannot ignore, like they've been ignoring our phone calls for the past five months. Um, but then another avenue is to really amp up the BDS campaign, which is the Boycott, Divestments and Sanctions campaign that uh, Palestinian civil society called for in, back in 2005. This is like going on 20 years ago, Palestinians have been urging the international community to boycott Israeli products, to not work with Israeli um, institutions that support the occupation, like universities. Um, it's also a cultural boycott, so not engaging with artists who are supportive of the occupation. And um, so, you know, we we we're we're going all out on all then all avenues that are available to us because this needs to stop it needed to stop a long time ago but it absolutely every second counts when more and more lives are being destroyed by the minute now we're, we're taping this on on monday afternoon and just as we came on 
Uh, I, I noticed, I believe, about 50 people of Jewish Voice for Peace were arrested for um, protesting. Uh, President Biden, I guess, was in New York City at the Rockefeller Center beyond one of the late night uh, talk shows. And, you know, and there's certainly been a lot of, you know, spin, oh, that, you know, a lot of the administration doesn't support what Israel is doing. Um, is there any sense that, that that Biden or the Democratic Party, who seem to be throwing away possibly the re-election effort against Trump, are going to come to their senses on this issue? I sure hope so, Mark. Um, I don't know what the Democrats are thinking at this point. Um, it's very, very scary. You know, uh, tomorrow is Michigan's primary, and there is a large campaign to have folks vote uncommitted in that primary because the the large Arab and Muslim population in Michigan simply cannot bring itself to vote for someone who is taking their taxpayer dollars as Americans to kill their own family members in Gaza. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, I, at this point, I feel, and this is just me speaking, this is not uh, as a representation of, of Jewish Voice for Peace, but, um, you know, I feel that the Democrats are only giving us someone to vote against and not giving us anything to vote for at this point. Um, and I really don't know what the strategy is, but as far as I'm concerned, if Joe Biden does lose the election, he has himself to blame and the Democrats have themselves to blame and not not the, not the voting public who is just cannot bring cannot bring itself to vote for someone who is co-signing the, the wholesale slaughter of children. Now, I understand that a number of the various groups who are pushing for a ceasefire are now holding weekly events throughout the Capitol District. What are some of those main events that are taking place on a regular basis? Yep. So we are holding, you know, large scale events. Um, we are doing that in coordination with various global days of actions that are being put out there. But we also wanted to maintain a regular visible presence in the capital region. So for right now, we are kind of joining forces with Bethlehem Neighbors for Peace. They've had a demonstration at Four Corners in Del Mar. That's the intersection of Kenwood and Delaware Avenue for years and years and years. They've been protesting there on Mondays at 4 p.m. So we're kind of joining with them to make sure that we have a visible presence for Palestine at those events. Then on Tuesdays at four o'clock, we are outside of the federal building in Albany. That's right across from the Palace Theater. And in Thursdays, we're at the corner of Balltown Road and Central Avenue in Schenectady, Niskayuna. And that's again, so it's four o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday is in Del Mar, Tuesday in Albany, and Thursday is in Schenectady. So you mentioned that, you know, these events are taking place part to keep the issue visible, visible locally. How has the local media uh, been covering these ongoing uh, protests about the situation in Gaza? <laughs> well, they've been covering it hardly at all, which is really a disgrace. I mean, I know of one reporter who will not be named who has been trying to cover some of our events, but they cannot get the approval of their supervisors, which is really, um, really distressing and should be uh, alarming to everybody who cares about uh, free press in this country. Um, and also, I will say, 
another another station that will not be named that uh, did give us some coverage when we uh, became the first city in New York State to pass a ceasefire resolution, which is a huge deal. This was back in January 4th when the Albany Common Council passed a ceasefire resolution by an overwhelming majority vote of 10 to 2. Um, and we got a 45-second story on a local radio station. And the majority of those 45 seconds were dedicated to the one person who voted against uh, that ceasefire resolution. There was another abstention. Uh, so the, the coverage has been pretty abysmal. Um, and I know that uh, early on the group was pushing Congressman Tonko in particular to be more supportive of a ceasefire resolution, which I think he eventually at least provided some support. How is our congressional delegation both at the local level, but of course with, with Schumer and uh, Gillibrand at the state level? So um, Paul Tonko has been receptive to Jewish Voice for Peace and other Palestinian rights advocacy groups in the past. He has supported um, certain certain bills and resolutions that we've asked him uh, to support in the past that have to do with you know the jailing of Palestinian children, for instance. So um, we approached him very early on, probably mid-October. I sat down and had a meeting with him, part of Jewish Voice for Peace. And then again, I had one in December with him and, and another group. Um, and he has publicly stated that he is in favor of a ceasefire, which we appreciate. We absolutely do. However, he has not taken that extra step of, of really... Uh, putting those words into action by signing any kind of legislation or proposing any kind of legislation. So while we appreciate that Paul Tonko is in favor of a ceasefire and, and has put out statements, statements are, are important, but action is so, so important and so desperately needed right now. So we continue to push him to do more. You know, uh, we've encouraged him to sign on to Corey Bush's uh, resolution 786, which is calling for a ceasefire. And last time we spoke with him about why he hadn't supported that resolution, he said, well, it wasn't strong enough on the release of the Israeli hostages. Um, I, I myself am an Israeli American citizen. Uh, I grew up in Israel. And so, of course, the hostages, I, I, I care about them. I want them to return to their family. But by holding up a ceasefire resolution because of 100 hostages, and at this point we are down to about 100 hostages, we know several of them were killed in Israeli bombings. Several more have likely died of starvation and preventable diseases, just like the Gazans have because of the complete siege and starvation of Gaza. But by saying that you're going to hold up a ceasefire resolution for 100 Israeli lives, you are saying that you are willing to sacrifice 2.3 million Palestinian lives for those 100 Israeli lives. We're, you know, we're, and, out, of, we're out of time, unfortunately. If people okay. want to look at Jewish Voice of Peace, you got a website? Yeah, well, best way to follow us is on Instagram. It's JVP Albany. And I do also just want to plug that on uh, Saturday, we are joining other organizations around the country in a day of action. It's called Hands Off Rafa. And there will be a protest in Troy at 11 a.m. March 2nd at Fulton and 3rd Street. And that's working in collaboration with Troy for Black Lives. Thank you very much. I've been talking with uh, Karen uh, Cormelli, Jewish Voice of Peace. And this has been Mark Dunley for the uh, Hudson Mohawk magazine.